Hey guys, welcome back to episode seven uh, with the Co-op Athletic Fitness Group. Um, but thank you for uh, tuning in, and I'm hope I'm hoping that this has been an enjoyable experience. Just I guess I'm truly enjoying it. Here with my buddy Richie. So what's up, guys? So uh, we're back at it. Uh, hopefully, giving some good information. And um, today we wanted to talk about I guess um, primarily like business and the and employees in the work space. And the type of employees that we're seeing now in in this generation, and in the future generations, and I think a lot of people, um, I, I normally like to think though, like a lot of people are quick to blame generational groups and people and parenting and this and that, but um, you know I, I'm hoping that the information I can give kind of gives a little bit of insight, a little bit of a thought process, just because the businesses that I'm that I run. We have all sorts of different generation generational groups that we deal with, and um, you know, there's I, I hopefully the information that we give or that we share today takes away that mentality of this generation's lazy, this this generation's entitled, this generation is this. So hopefully, we can give some some insight on that. Yeah, definitely, especially because I'm a a little bit younger, so I have a different perspective on like how my friends got jobs and how uh, other people how my parents view on getting uh what their view on getting a job is and like just the process of it dude like just employment in general yeah i mean it's it it's tough things have changed like technically you don't need a degree for anything yeah and and that's the thing though like so this is the thing like i think um so having multiple multiple businesses i have different groups of people that work in every single industry right and it's it's interesting because even in the fitness industry, and, and I'm hoping that this doesn't just hit the fitness industry people, but it hits everyone in general. But I think the hardest part is figuring out how to manage groups and personality. Um, I think that's extremely extremely difficult. So, for example, in the in the real estate side, I've noticed that I'm working with people that are between 35 and 55. It's kind of the age group that I'm working with. Yeah. Um, a lot of like my maintenance guys, like maintenance men or whatnot, they're between like 30, I would probably almost say like closer to 40 to about like 55 years old. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys that I'm working with. And I mean, some guys are like e- even in their like closer to their 60s, um, still super healthy, hardworking, you know what I mean? All, all that good stuff. So that's in that group. In the restaurant industry, it's weird. Like the upper management guys, they're older, they're like... I would probably say they're in like in their 40s. 40s, 50s. Yeah. So 40, actually more like 40 to 45 for those guys. But then like servers, um, like some of the cooks, I mean, you're looking at like 25 to 35. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, then we have like the fitness industry. And in the fitness industry, it's weird because we got guys all the way from like 23, I think. 23 is the youngest. And then our, the oldest would be myself, actually. So I'm at 42. So that would be like just the different groups. And, and I think um, one of the biggest things that we see is that um, as a boss or as a, as, a, as a leader of the group, it's if you're having a hard time managing people, um, don't be quick to blame. I think that's the biggest yeah. problem, mm-hmm. you know? 
So uh, don't be quick to blame. Like I, I've said this before, like if you got one finger pointing at someone, you got four fingers pointing back. Oh yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the biggest things is that I think that in certain generations, I do think that some of them were just given like a bad hand. Right. What do you mean? And, and what I mean about that is that there's certain groups that when they were growing up, right. Um, that were given a couple things, right. So they were given, you know, like you're always a superstar, right. Yeah. Like, you're like, like no matter what you do, you're, you're, you're good. Like, you know, you're, you're a superstar. Um, that was number one. Number two, you're always told you, you know, you played any sports or you did something and you received a award for it participation medal you know what i mean yeah or there was something that was given because you you did that right um in school like because now certain generations certain people they want to see their kids excel so what were they doing which kind of leads into the scandal of like even the usc thing you have like people like giving like your kids probably like a bc student but in your head he's a genius Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like telling the teacher, like, no, it's not that you're it's not that my kid's dumb is that you're just not a good teacher. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So you see a lot of parents like fighting for their kids to have them excel, you know, and I think that is what's kind of pushing through now is what we're starting to see. So you have a child, right, that, you know, or, or you have a generation that was. I mean, and scientifically, this is like all shown too. And and if they need me to pull up the links, I could pull them up. But you know, it's it's proven that giving a participation medal or giving it a, some type of award for attending class, you know what I mean? Um, there there's proof that it shows that people actually feel worse than feeling better, right? Feeling yeah. better about themselves, right? So it it's decredited. All the people that actually did work hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. So it's kind of weird though, man. So like you, you have like people, right? That like go, um, you know, it's like because I showed up to work. My boss is not like, hey, good job showing up to work. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I wish I wish it was like it was like that, but it doesn't doesn't really work that way. You know yeah, what I, mean? I don't I don't really like the whole participation award or anything like that. I mean, when I when I grew up, we got either first second or third as a team and then yeah like you got a here's a certificate saying that you played but at the same time like that doesn't show anything yeah yeah and 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 the problem is is that it's um it leads to something in the future you don't see the effects now but you will see it in the future oh yeah you know and i think that's where it becomes kind of a problem you know Mm -hmm. so it starts becoming a problem because you don't see it now you don't think of the effects um but i mean it just it just creates something like oh like this is this is a a problem you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so um so that's those are like kind of the three things that people are seeing so what ends up happening when they little by little when they start coming into the workspace they start they start seeing that you know you're not you know you're not going to be thanked for being for showing up you know but i think the biggest problem is is that a lot of generations don't you know are in the positions of they don't know what they really want in general right Mm -hmm. because some generations were were 
were in the beginning of the like social media social media phase and they saw their friends like doing simple things and all of a sudden they're getting paid for doing simple things you know what i mean like yeah. it's like wait you're posting pictures and you're getting paid how much like i don't understand that you know what i mean yeah um so i think um i think that's where it becomes kind of an issue so you get some generations or some people that are just like well what am i supposed to do with like i don't know what i want in life like i think a lot of generations and a lot of people want to have a meaning to life like i want to feel like i i contributed something to the generation or to the table or to to the workspace or, or whatever yeah it's so funny i was thinking about this the other day just driving and it was more of you know i think social media exposes a lot of people doing a lot of things compared to like back then when there was no social media you know you kind of didn't know about people that traveled for a living you kind of just knew about you know you'd wake up you go to work and you provide you like there's a comedian Burt Kreischer his yeah. his dad would tell him you know eat shit cash checks and i think a lot of people have that mentality and i think social media kind of exposes like this broader world of like no you don't have to do a 9 to 5 you can you can do whatever you want like you can just create a website you can alibaba some shit and yeah. you know start selling stuff and you can work from home yeah. and i yeah. think from for my dad, like my dad is the type of person that's like, hey, Frito-Lay is hiring drivers. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But there's, you know, I want to be a photographer. I want to be a, a professional photographer that can make a living out of that. And he just doesn't understand that because he thinks, you know, you, well, you got to provide for a family. You got to have health insurance. You got to have all this stuff that a job provides. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, there's other ways around to make. There's other ways to do stuff to make bigger money yeah. and to create a better life for yourself. But that comes with hard work. Yeah. But that's the thing though, right? That, that was dealt through your parenting, like the way your parents raised you. And unfortunately there's a lot of parents that did not raise the, the, the art of working hard for a lot of, um, depending on what generation you fall in, it has kind of, has kind of been forgotten, right? Like yeah. even even for myself, like I was always taught, it's 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 work hard. Uh, what is it? Uh, work, be smarter, work less. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which I agree. Like you know, if you're if you're, but it doesn't take away from like the 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 doctor that is smart but is working twelve hour shifts. You know what I mean? Like it's still a lot of hard work, right? But growing up, it's like we'll go to school. So go to school, do better, and I'm going to help you get into the best school and do whatever you need to do so you don't have to work so hard. But that's not necessarily the yeah, case. Because <laughs> growing, growing up, too, it's all, it, I've always been told it's all about who you know. It's all about who you know. Yeah. It's all about who you know. So in a sense, like, do you really have to work hard because it's all about who you know? Yeah, exactly. You're, you're hoping that someone pulls you in and, and, yeah. and brings you into their type of environment, their type of workspace. So... What ends up happening, right? We have um, we have gym owners and we have business owners that are that are seeing these employees come in, and they come in and and uh, I think this is where it becomes a problem, right? Because I think you're only as good as your team, yeah. like literally, like I don't care, like you know the the ratio of a one man team company is very very difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those people that set up like. I mean, I, I, 
not saying that their one man teams don't work, but what I'm saying is that if you have a one man team, like what's happening is that you're either going to get burnt out or you created something that no one else can do. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, you developed a heart monitor or you developed like, I don't know, you, you created some, some type of program that, um, that you created and you're going to run it, you're going to sell it, you're going to, you're going to do everything. But I think what I'm seeing in a lot of gym owners, right, that we become slaves to our job. Yeah. Because we don't know how to manage or bring in the right people so that we can now step away and, and do our best, you know? Well, do you feel like it's a lot because you're picky with certain the way things are done certainly or because you're just a master at your own craft that you think no one else can master as much as you hey, can? you know i think that's where like um looking back at yourself like that's my problem right so my biggest problem is like i can do this better you yeah. know i might not know the correct verbiage or the proper way of saying it but i understand the concept and i can i can mimic that and stimulate it and 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 i that's just the way I, I can do that. Like mm -hmm. very, very easy. Like I could see you build a house and I'm like, I could do that. Like, you know, and uh, part of it is like confidence, you know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of it is like, I can see it. I'm like, okay, I, I get that. Like, I think I could do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and I think the problem is, is that in my head, it tells me like, well, not a lot of people can do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But in a, in a downfall, right. Like we put ourselves in a position that we're not willing to help people. We're not willing to train people and we don't have the patience to help people. Right. Yeah. And I think that's where it becomes a problem. You know, that's where it becomes a problem for gym owners and business owners because now they're stuck now, like in their, in their head, this is what happens. And we were talking about stress like two, three episodes ago, but what ends up happening, a lot of gym owners or business owners have already a job, right? Like they already have a job. So like, when I decided to open up CrossFit, I had a job. I already, I already was doing real estate. I was already doing that. So then I, and, and what ends up happening, you start thinking, well, I'm going to do this other thing because it's fun. It's exciting. This and that. And then I'll help, I'll grab some people to help me. And then I'm 10 years in and now I finally have a, a good team that I feel like I can rely on. I can count on. I can at least call and be like, Hey, can you go cover this? And, and I feel that we're teaching them. Um, they can teach it correctly. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I think the problem that most of us have, and again, I'm, I'm guilty of this is that we need to be better leaders as in teachers. So those people can excel even more. So you, you slowly get replaced. Yeah. You know, do you feel like you hire people just in general in your restaurant or at the gym? Do you feel like you hire someone that's kind of matching your style and matching or it, like, is it not based on worth that work ethic and knowledge? It's more of your style and the knowledge. I think, um, so I, I hear this all the time from like, you know, my dad says this all the time. He goes, I just want to hire people that are willing to, to learn, you know, work, willing to work, Yeah, you know? And, and this is a, I, this is where I think it's, um, bad in a default is that, Everyone is willing to work for money, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. Now, are they willing? Like, you know, somebody wants to work if they're willing to work f not for money. Yeah. Right. Like, like, 
you know, for example, even this podcast, guys, like we're not getting paid for this, Mm-mm. but we're doing this because we enjoy it. Like we feel that we can share some value and we think eventually we will get paid for it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but we're doing this because we enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's fun. It's it's relaxing. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's just conversating. Yeah. So and, and, th- and that's what people, you know, um, you know, you can ask yourself this. Would you go to your job? You know, and work a day not getting paid. And if the answer is no, you're in the wrong job. You're probably at the wrong job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're probably at the wrong job. Yeah. And and I was told, but that, but isn't that kind of hard because some people have certain circumstances where they they can't have that option because they have to provide for a family. I mean, I, at, at a certain point in your life. Yeah, I I think that a lot of uh, I think for a lot of people at a certain point, but. I think um, anybody that wants something will always figure it out. Yeah. It's how bad you want it. Totally believe that. You know what I mean? It's how it literally is like, how bad do you want it? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I, I think that's, I think that's kind of what people forget. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, but it, it's, it's kind of weird because like due to the generations that we've fallen and, and what we've been taught and what, how we've been raised I think that's where it makes it difficult depending on what you hire. Right. Mm-hmm. So for example, like, um, and I don't want to say it's endorphin. It's uh, endorphin is, if is a feel good, but something I can't think of it right now off the top of my head, but I think what it is, it's, there is a point that people are waiting for a compliment for not doing anything. Right. Yeah. So for example, we know, right? Um, when you're at home, like hanging out, you got nothing to do. What do you, what do most people do? They'll send out 10, 15, 20 texts. Hi, 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 hi. Hey, what's up? What are you doing? What's up? That text back makes you feel good. Yeah. Right. Like that text back makes you, Oh, cool. Someone, someone's ready to talk. Right. Like Mm -hmm. someone's ready to talk, like someone's ready to like share something. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, that's why we have people that post pictures every day, every second, because they're waiting for someone to hit like, Mm -hmm. and we check our phone every 45 seconds to see how many likes or comments we've, we've gotten. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's, so if you put yourself in that position of like, you know, number one, you're either, you're probably slightly depressed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or you have an addiction. Yeah. Okay. So studies have shown that the addiction to phones are almost the same addiction as to alcohol. Mm-hmm. Almost the same addiction to drugs. Yeah. I've heard that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. what ends up happening, you have these people or you have, you know, and, and I'm, I do my best of trying not to be on my phone, but you have people that are like, every time I post a post for like the gym, I'm like, what are people saying? What's the comment? You know what I mean? And it's like, instead of like, I posted this and I'm done. It's like, I posted and I'm like, what are they saying? You know, what, you know, what are the gyms doing? Well, what's weird about this is that we're, we're accustomed to instant feedback. We're we're accustomed to instant everything. You order something from Amazon, it's there tomorrow. Yes. You post something on Instagram, you're getting likes, you're getting comments. Even if even if you don't have a lot of followers, you're still getting instant feedback. So this is the problem, though. This is the problem in the workspace, right? So exactly what you said. So now, you're my you're my employer, right? 
So technically, we're we're coworkers. Right? Yeah. You're gonna come, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, Rich, um, we had a 10% decline in membership. What do you think is the best idea?" And you're gonna give me an idea of like, we should do advertising. Right. You're going to just say whatever. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I don't think that's a good idea. That That's going to mess. That's going to mess you up. The reason why is because normally everything you post, you get 70 likes. Yeah. 80 likes, 200 likes, a million likes. So people like someone agrees with you or someone likes what you do. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the person that that actually pay either pays you or the opinion matters is like no and that's where that's where it, it's like i hear this all the time like i hear sometimes my employees give me ideas and i'm like okay how are we going to accomplish that well i don't know yeah if i said yeah like okay that's a great idea that's like me hitting like and then my next response is like so how are we going to accomplish that mm-hmm. and then they're like oh fuck yeah, you know, I was hoping for you to figure it out, as in yeah. for me, right? <laughs> like, let me you, let me give you the idea, and then you could figure out the rest. I just want the I just want the credit for the idea. That is correct. Yeah, and that and I think that's where, so I think that's one of the biggest problems, and you see that in the workspace all the time. I get I have employees and coworkers and friends that own businesses, and they're like, "Dude, this guy gave me this idea." And it made no sense. And he, he walked away pissed off because it made no sense. Yeah. And you're like trying to figure out like, oh, okay, you, you didn't like, it's okay to disagree on an idea. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, um, I think that the problem with a lot of that, the, the, the shooting down or, 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 uh, not agreeing, um, as a business owner, as a parent, we are responsible for their feelings. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds terrible. Like, and I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to go. So because you said, no, it's wrong. It's, it's not that it's because I said no, or I said, I don't think that's a great idea. We need to teach them and show them and help them think of what might be might be a better idea because they're onto something. Yeah. Right. Like they're onto something, but we need to, as like leaders, we need to be able to say, Hey, I like that idea. How, how would we make it work? And then you brainstorm with them to try to make it work. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate because other generations, we can say no, like for me, like my, my age group, you could tell me no. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, what about this then? Or what about, and I'll start giving seven, eight, 10, 15 ideas, yeah. you know, like tell me which one's going to work, man. You know, like we need, you know, and, and we're the type to say, we need to figure it out, you know? Yeah. And the problem is like certain generations, you tell them no, they don't like their idea. And then there's no participation medal, right? <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> there isn't a participation medal cause you gave the idea, right? Like yeah. that, that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? And that's where I think a lot of people forget that it's not their fault though. Like that age group, that generation or or that culture is not their fault. And as like a gym owner, like one of the biggest things is that we would have to sit back and say, okay, you know, like I'm infamous, like 
you know, I have, I have my wife tells me this and I have a couple other friends that tell me this, like I have, I have employees that don't work like not that they don't work, but they don't gel in like a certain gym or community or, or whatnot. And I'll try to find a location for them that works and that makes sense for them because they're hard workers or because, because I, because I think they're good people misunderstood and it's easy. It's easy to fire people. Like that's not hard. You know, it's not hard to say, Hey, you don't fit here. Let me, let me, let me get you out of here. Yeah. That's not hard to do. You know, what's hard is finding someone that doesn't gel in your group. You try to mold them and teach them and help them to try to gel in the group. If they don't gel and they don't want to gel, that's when I think it's like, Hey, I think it's time for you to go, you know, at that yeah. point, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause there's only so much you're going to, your, your time is also valuable, you know? But I think that that is something that in the work space, like does not, does not, um, does not work. Like you can't, you gotta be able to guide them and show them, you know what I mean? Yeah. And what I see in, um, in gyms, I see this all the time. Like, Coaches not willing to help other coaches because, and and I see this a lot in owners, like owners don't want to help their coaches or teach them because the first thing they say is like, well, they're, they're going to steal my clients. Yeah. They're going to steal my clients. That's just insecurity though. Yep. But, but I think, I think you got to revert the question, right? So, oh, they're going to steal my client. Well, why are they going to steal your client? Are they doing something better that you're not doing? Mm-hmm. And maybe you should do something better so that they won't do that. Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and granted, you're going to lose clients regardless. You're going to lose five to 10% every month. That's mm-hmm. just a given. You know what I mean? That's part of the business. You know what I mean? So, and that's what people forget. Yeah. But like what you just said earlier, you give people that are misunderstood a lot of opportunity, right? Even if you have an employee that comes in that wants to work under you to eventually branch out and open his own gym Mm -hmm. you're not gonna get mad at him i mean that's what he wants to do he wants to be a gym owner Mm -hmm. so i mean you can't necessarily you got to teach him your craft your own way uh, and kind of helping him i think exactly um for someone that studies like a lot of like social media and all these trends like i'll put an example for comedy Mm -hmm. so right now comedy is booming all these comedians have podcasts. Yeah. All these comedians are going on big tours and even all these upcoming comedians are going on each other's podcasts and like they're helping each other out. Yeah, exactly. There's no, they figured out how to make the industry boom and become successful. Yeah. And that's by helping each other out. They all give each other the secrets. Hey, you want to get into this club? You want to do these theaters? You want to do this arena? Yeah. This is how you have to do it. Like, I'm not going to try to be selfish here and not get you there. Yeah. Like, let me show you the pathway. Let me show you how to do it. And I think that's a, and I think that if we did that in almost every kind of like industry, mm-hmm. whether it's in or every business, like if we all help each other out, not necessarily like, oh, we should all hold hands and stuff yeah. like that. But like. Here, let me show you, like, if if I came to work for you and I was like, I want to eventually open my own gym. Yeah. You can give me all the tools. You can give me the secrets. But you can't give me the hard work ethic that's going to get me to that next level. 
So you can say, here, here's all my records. Here's how to get clients. Here's this, 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 and this. Yeah. But if I, but if I'm not willing to put in the hard work and I, but I have all this knowledge and then I go and open my own gym with all the knowledge I have, but I'm not a hard worker, I'm yeah. still not going to get anywhere in life. That is correct. So what's wrong with giving secrets, you know? Yeah. And, and I think, um, I think the biggest problem for a lot of people is that it's, it's a lack of like confidence, right? So I think it's the the lack of confidence in in what people do, you know, and I think I think that's where a ton of people come across a, a bunch of different things, you know what I mean? And they they go in feeling confident because they 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 saw it, they studied it, or whatever. But what I think what I think what ends up happening, especially for like these fitness trainers or whatever, is that they come across and they see this like mentality of like, oh, I can do that. I can do that. Dude, you could everyone like right now, if you, if you want to be a personal trainer, you can get 10 people. Yeah. Will you keep them? That's that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Right. That is the difference. That is the difference in the product that you provide. You know what I mean? Like I, I like. You know, you're just confident in what you do. You know what I mean? And if you provide a product and a service and an environment that people um, people won't leave, then it makes a difference. You know what I mean? It makes a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I mean, I, I look at I look at things this way, right? You know, we're injected with confidence in our own world all the time. Mm-hmm how right so again i posted a picture i hit someone hit like my um like you know for for people that understand this like you get it like injection of dopamine right Mm -hmm. in your body like oh like it feels good yeah feels good it feels good dopamine is like the same i mean and you can look it up like dopamine is the same thing like you feel like when you're an alcoholic you, you have a drink you know, it's that feel good feeling, right? Nobody wants to not feel good. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to feel good. It's, it's, it's what people say and do is like, okay, I feel good. You know what I mean? But just cause you feel good doing it and because you got some momentum, can you maintain it so you can keep feeling good? You know? Yeah. Hence why. The, hence like why it's so difficult to run the business and find the right people to be able to run the business. Because when I started the business and I only had a small group of people, that dopamine level of like feeling good of like, oh man, like like all these people are renewing their, their agreements or staying, like that feels great. But then that one member that you dedicated X amount of time in and they leave, you don't have that dopamine feeling right like yeah that that feeling of like oh why are they leaving like that's and, and i think that's where people like lack confidence and have issues right but i think like it's crazy man like just talking over like confidence and all this other stuff like i mean we're at like the highest rate of like suicides and you know mass shootings and all that other stuff right mm-hmm. but like the people that are the most depressed studies have shown this, like the people that are most depressed are the ones that are on social media the longest. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? So, and it's like... Well, you see that with a lot of creators opening up of just like depression. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and that's and that's the thing though, right? Because, you know, we, we've been put into like... And it sucks, right? Because like this... I see this all the time. I get these personal trainers that come to the gym. And they're like, oh yeah, I have five, 10 clients. And you're like, okay, cool. And then they're like a bodybuilder, right? And they want to teach CrossFit. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, can you do a ring dip? Can you do a muscle up? Can you do double unders? Can you do a snatch? Can you perform? Can you perform X movement? Dude, you see in their face, like how defeated they get. Yeah. It's sad. Like you see it in their face, like, oh shit, man. You know? And as, as a employer, I think it's important to say, okay, would this person bring value to my facility or to my business, you know? And then that should be the determining factor if you're going to hire them or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is number one. Number two, how much time as an owner or do you have an on-ramp training program to get that employee to get better? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because what ends up happening, you'll see a 20, you know, 24 year old that needs a job, just got out of school, you know, super fit, great shape, has been personal training, has five clients or whatever, you know, comes in and then is like thrown in the w- real world. Right. And we're just like, yeah, just cause you have five clients. I don't really care. Just cause your body, just cause your body looks like that. I don't really care because that just tells me you have a lot of free time to work out. Yeah. That's what that tells me. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you can help people get into shape and convince them that, Hey, that coming to this facility is the best or better or whatever, you know what I mean? Then it makes sense, you know? But when I see like gym owners and coaches like in amazing shape and they can do all sorts of cool shit, I'm like, okay, you must have more free time. Yep, yep, you have more free time than most people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I appreciate the guys that are like, I'm the CEO or I'm a chef, I'm a this, I'm a that, and I have two kids and I, I run this other business and I do this, and those guys are in shape as well. Those are the guys that I'm like, like you're kind of like my idol. Like that's that's legit. Like I would, you know, when I grow up, I want to be like you, you yeah. know. So but I think that's where um I think you know, when you, when you're looking for employees, I think when you're looking to to find um, someone to be on your staff and on your team, especially on the coach's side, like or on you know any of your businesses, I guess it's easier to say. It's like how much time are you willing to dedicate to them to get them to the position and the level that you want them at? Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think a lot of that is like forgotten. You know, I think I think. Um, you know, I see this in, in businesses now, like, you know, they're hiring people to do, you know, if there was a, if there was a position that one person did four four different things, they're taking jobs away from certain people and opening up, like, I would say like fake jobs, you know, yeah. like, oh, this one person only does this. That is all they do. So going back to your question earlier, it puts them in a position or in a job that they can't move. Mm-hmm. They, like there is no growth. Like there, there's nothing that they can do. There's nowhere they can go because they're stuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So it's just like, oh man, now, now like, where am I going to go now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where am I going to know go now? Like all I was doing was this like data entry stuff or whatever. Right. Like what are they were doing? There's like that now I'm stuck because I got nowhere to go and I wasn't taught any other skill, you know? Yeah. And I think, um, I think if you're a, a coach owner, uh, I mean a business owner or a coach or whatnot, like you gotta be able to dedicate time to your team and to your staff and willing to show them to get them to a position that, that makes you feel comfortable so you don't become a slave to your job. Yeah. Especially if you're an owner. Well, especially if you want a successful, yes. successful gym. Yeah. And it's weird. Um, I always, I always think about this. Like, um, um, like Jay Z used to say, uh, I think in one of his rap songs, he says, um, he says, um, I'm a businessman, but I am the business man, you know? Um, and it's, it's true. Like a lot of people put themselves as, I, I own businesses, you know? I own businesses. And I, I, I'm the, like, I think the way he, he phase, uh, like rephrases that, or if he thinks about it, if you really sit back and think about it, he'll say it's more, it's more about being the leader of the business. Like he is the business, you know what I mean? Cause because of his name, it grows. But when you buy a business, you buy a business, you don't buy a job. Yeah. And I think a lot of gym owners, restaurant owners, I, I, like I think in general, like that's what we end up doing. At first you bought yourself a job. At some point it needs to be converted to a business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think I think a lot of people think of it that way, you know? Mm -hmm. And 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 if you have an employee that or or if you're an if you're an employee, you know, you're you, you got to understand that a lot of people that you work for or you you're doing stuff for, you know, they've worked years to get to where they're at. Oh yeah. Years. And I think there, there is a generation that again, goes back to the instant gratification, you know, mm -hmm. like goes back to that instant gratification. Like why, you know, why, you know, I've been at this job for two years and I'm not rich yet. It's like, well, <laughs> you know? Well, of course not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, so like one of, I think I told you like one of my businesses, uh, one of my gyms is not doing so hot, you know, um, I've owned it a year, you know, and I've, I've, you know, some of, some of my friends and acquaintances know that it's not doing so hot. And they, the first thing they're like, oh man, that's, it's cause you bought a failing business. I'm like, okay. Oh, that, that business sucks or this, you know, that location sucks. Those members suck. It's like, no, 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 no. Like I've had Downey almost now 11 years. I've had this location for one. Yeah. How do you compare? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you compare that? You know, there is no loyalty there. Like we haven't developed that yet. Well, it's like that. Say people will judge you on your last at bat. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, so, and I think that's where, where people don't understand that. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, um, a few years back, like two, three years ago or whatnot, I had thought about probably stepping away from the world of fitness for a little bit. And I was like, you know, I just, I gotta, and I, I had to take some time and really think about what I was going to do. And I remember myself thinking like, who am I going to put in my place? Right. And what I realized was 
if they don't know the story and they don't know the effort it took to get there, what does it matter? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, why would they care? Why would they put in the same amount of effort that I put in, you know, when they don't know what it took to get there? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think as gym owners and, and, and I, I met with a gym owner probably about three weeks ago and he was saying that he was going to move and he was like, yeah, I'm going to move and, and I'm going to put someone in my place, but you know, I don't think he can do what I do. And, I, and I'm like, well, it's never going to be good enough. Number one, that was the first thing I told him. I was like, it's never going to be good enough because yeah. you could have always done it better. Right. But what are you okay with? You know? What are you okay with? Like, what are you going to allow them to do and not do that is going to make the business work, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you're an employee, like, you've got to keep in mind, like, someone, if if some owner hands you a gym or hands you a restaurant or hands you a property to manage or whatever, like, their perspective is for you to run it as best as possible. And you're getting compensated for that. Yeah. And I always hear the the comment like, well, I don't get paid enough. Well, you agreed to work for that. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Like, you know, if, if you didn't, if you wanted more, you should have said that from the start so that the employ the, the employer knows, right. What, because they got to do their cost analysis and their budgets. Like I do that all the time. Like if someone asked me for a raise, I got to like, Okay, what makes sense, you know? And it doesn't even make sense to have you at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I think if you're an employee, you have to think of it that way as I eat from this from this bowl as well. Like we both eat from here. And if that, if that job is not the right job for you or you're not making enough, that's where you have to let the owner know or... or primarily if the owner of that business or your supervisor or whatever, you got to let them know like, Hey, you know, this is where I want to get to. I'm not getting there. And, and this is what I would like to do to be able to get there. Yeah. You know, but you always have to keep in mind the owner or the business owner or the company is always going to look back and say, that sounds great, but you don't have any skin in the game. And if this is lost, I'm losing and you get up and go to another job. Yeah. You know, so you have a lot of owners that are really, really hesitant, you know, about doing that. Hence goes back to what I was saying. Would you work somewhere for free if it really mattered to you? Yeah. I get you. Yeah. What, what, what do you, what's, let me ask you, what's your definition of hard work? Because I feel like everybody says work hard, work hard, work hard, but no one understands what working hard means. Working hard is being consistent. That's it. That's it. If you're an asshole, always be an asshole. If you're a nice guy, be a nice guy. If you're going to open up your shop at, if you, if my dad told me this the first day I told him I was going to buy, uh, open up a CrossFit gym, he goes, guess what? You bought yourself a job. And I said, okay. He's up, but you also bought yourself an out like hours. Excuse me. <coughs> Bless you. Sorry. <laughs> Allergies are kicking in. Um, you bought yourself hours that you have to work. So the biggest problem I see is inconsistency. 
you know, you don't open the, you don't open the gym or your job or your restaurant on time. That's what hard work is. Like, you know, you know what you're supposed to do. You're, you know that you got to get the job to succeed, right? Like, yeah. That's your job, you know? And I think like in the restaurant industry, like this is the way I see it. If I was in that industry and I was a waiter, the way I would know if I'm working hard, if I'm consistent and how much money I'm making. I know there's plus or minus days, but if I'm a waiter and I'm making $200 a night, right? I would say, man, can I make 250 a night? Or can I make 300 bucks a night? That's working hard. Yeah. You know, but you're consistent. Mm-hmm. You're not working hard or you're not a hard worker if you're, you made $200 a night and you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever I can. You make $100 a night and now you're pissed. Oh, this restaurant sucks. I don't make any money here. No, dude. Yeah, because you're not working, dude. Yeah. You're not working. Mm-hmm. I get you. You know, it's, it's crazy. You yeah. know, again, you're not going to get a participation medal this time. You're not going to get an award because you showed up to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what that's what a lot of employees don't understand. You know what I mean? You know, so it, it's like. Well, for example, like right now, like we've had this conversation off the podcast. You know, right now I work nine nine to five with my uncle. Mm-hmm. We do decals, stickers. We do shirts, canopies, all that. Um, it's just me and him, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's not a job for me to, uh, grow in it, There's no, like you said, it's just a job to get paid. Mm-hmm. And because of the way I set up my lifestyle, I technically need to do that to pay for my car, to pay for my bills and stuff like that. But to me, where the hard work comes in to become a photographer is he, I mean, a lot of business owners don't allow, I mean, have the freedom to do this, but he allows me to say, like, if I say, hey, I got to have a photo shoot on Tuesday at one. Yeah. He'll let me go. But I don't get paid for that time being there. Yeah. So a lot of my hard work comes in from the sacrifice Mm -hmm. of, okay, yeah, I'm only going to make a hundred bucks from this photo shoot, but I mean, I'm not getting paid from my other job. So that's the sacrifice there because I could get, I could be getting paid more working up with my uncle, but I rather try to go take that opportunity that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, like, do I want to, and we both know like me and my uncle that this is only temporary. Yeah. Like he, cause he knows the way his business is structured. And I've asked him like, why don't you grow your business? He's like, well, now I'm, I'm like, it's pretty good just me like i can provide a good lifestyle for my family you know it's i rather work like this than to grow like this massive operation and i go okay so me realizing that and that there's no growth allows me to to work harder to grow my own stuff Mm -hmm. and even like i mean today it's it's sunday you know we could just be chilling at home yeah but instead of but or but we're doing this and we don't even know what the outcome of this is. Yeah. You know, this could have two listeners. This could have a million listeners. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know. But it's just, like you said, we're both sacrificing something to do something to become successful. And I think a lot of people aren't willing to take that risk to sacrifice. Well, I think 
goes back to what we were talking about earlier, the gratification, right? Yeah. There isn't that instant gratification. You know, I don't like, again, like, you know, I've owned, dude, like I've owned Downey now 11 years. My restaurant, my chef has been a chef for 12 years. And it wasn't until three years from now that I helped him open up his own restaurant. Dude, I mean, you're talking about nine years that he worked for someone. And if it wasn't for me talking shit to him to open up his own yeah. spot, he probably wouldn't have never done it. Yeah. And and I was the I was I was the 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 motivator behind it that like, hey man, when are you gonna do this? Like and like I love his brother, his brother's a good dude, you know what I mean? And it's like you know, it's like I knew my partner, but I didn't know him, know him. Like I went off his what his brother told me, you know? And it is what it is, you know? And and I had to pull him aside and say, Hey dude, are you gonna do this or not? You know, like do you wanna do this or not? You know, and it was a lot of hard and I literally it was a lot of hard work on his end because I already paid my dues. Like, you know, um I see this all the time. Um, comp- I hear gym owners complain about this shit all the time and it fucking pisses me off. Um, they'll say, I'll ask them, you know, how's your business, whatever. And then they'll say, oh, well, I have a partner. He doesn't do shit. I was like, okay. I'm like, well, what do you mean he doesn't do shit? Yeah, he doesn't doesn't help out. Doesn't He doesn't do shit. And I'm like, okay. He gave you the money to start this business? He's like, yeah, he gave me, this, he gave me the money to start this business. And, you know, I, he wants, you know, $2,000 a month and this is bullshit. Like I do all the work, this and that. It's like, whoa, hold on a second, bro. Like he worked, he, for the money that he gave you, he worked for it. He worked for it. Yeah. Like he worked for it. So yeah, he's not going to, why would he work to make his money back? Like, I don't get it. He created the opportunity to have someone else. Yeah. Or give someone else the opportunity to get his return on investment. I don't get it. It's, it's mind blowing, right? You're just like, wait a second. You want the owner that gave you the money to start your business to help you with your business so he can make his money back. And then they look at me like I'm a, like I'm an asshole, right? Like you're a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, hey man, like. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just, I'm just trying to give you like from a business owner's perspective, like that's the way I would see it. You know, like I told my partner at the restaurant, I will be there on Fridays. If I have a, if I have a chance, I will be there on Fridays. If not, I'm not going to be there. You know, I'll help out with a couple things here and there, but I'm not going to be in the kitchen. I'm not going to do, um, you know, if you need me a day, like, Hey man, can you wash this? Like, I'm not against saying no. I'm like, all right, dude, I'll help out as best as I can. But by so-and-so time, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's just that's just me. That's just my personality. But not every owner will do that or wants to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's just this part of the way life works, you know? Yeah. And like you said with the instant gratification thing, I mean, I've been I've been a victim of... Uh, I say victim because it's it sucks, man. I have all these ideas. I have all these these things that I want to become that I want big, right? So I mean, one idea is I want to create a beer. I want 
you know, a good, I like drinking beer. Mm-hmm. So a good beer to me would be cool. And especially if it was my own and that has a good design, that has, you know, uh, a good taste to it. I would love it to be in all, like all of the restaurants and all of, you know, some of the bars that I have friends that own. And, you know, I think that, that would be cool. Like, I think it'd be cool to, to make a beer, but what am I doing that's going to get me there? Yeah. Well, nothing. I just, it's just a cool idea. It's something that would be cool. I'm not at home, you know, getting the yeast and all that yeah. stuff to make the beer and testing it because it's not my passion. Exactly. But I just want the end result. I want the success. I want this. I want people to say like, hey, Rich, that's a nice beer. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm not putting in that hard work to to get to that point. I just want the recognition for the idea of oh i had a nice beer yeah you know and but you but you get that mentality from social media Mm -hmm. the the i don't know if this is a word but the virality of it yeah you know people become viral and and have this instant success and we capitalize on it i i i see that you know what i mean but because technically we can create a viral video Mm -hmm. and have millions of followers but can we yeah i mean like you know in reality like it's crazy because you know i I have a friend i have a couple friends that have like 300 i have one guy that probably has like eight hundred thousand followers or whatnot it's a fuck a lot of work man like oh yeah it's a lot of work and that's what people don't see right all that work like they're like, oh yeah, like we, you know, did a YouTube video and and we hit a million followers. Like, yeah, that was one. You know, like you're gonna need, you know, to to make it big, you need two, three, four, five of them. Like, then that's when it becomes like valid, yeah. right? Yeah. But that's what people forget. Like, there is, you know, there there isn't really. I mean, again, I'm not saying that there isn't that one lucky person that does something cool and and made all this you know ryan's toys making you know 28 million playing with toys right or 24 million whatever but but how much work goes behind the scenes oh a lot of work there's a production team there's a advertising team there's a placement team sponsorship you know what i mean there's a lot of work so people are like well that kid he's eight years old making 24 27 thousand 24 million dollars a year yeah he probably has a team of like 50 Mm -hmm. to be able to do that you know and he's doing that day and night like that's what they do and yeah he's a kid but his parents are doing a lot of the work behind the scenes you know it is what it is it's because no one no one sees no one sees the 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 work ethic and the hard work behind the scenes. Everybody sees consistency. Yeah. You know, like the consistency. I mean, this podcast, that's why I think that's why podcasts are so big because you're giving an insight on how much people work. You're giving an insight on how people became successful. I mean, there's plenty of podcasts out there that are just like that interview celebrities, comedians, social influencers, and they just talk about how much they work and Mm -hmm. how much, and you know the amount of hours they put in just to become successful yeah and i think and you said that's consistency to become the consistency is to become successful yeah i mean and that's 
with you know listening to all these podcasts for years that's what i've i've gathered of it's just you know there's 24 hours in a day yeah you know how many of that are you putting to to master your craft yeah if you have a nine to five you can wake up at five in the morning yeah work till eight on something that you want to do and then go to work Mm -hmm. come home and continue to do that for the next couple of hours. Yeah. And you can still spend time with your family. Yeah. You can still be there for your kids and stuff like that. I mean, you do have to give yourself a break every yeah. once in a while. But I think it's maximizing those hours. If you don't want to get five up, get up at 5 a.m., then like how, yeah. ba- how bad do you want it? Yeah, exactly. And and that's the – and I think that's what people are and – that, and that's where as an employee and as an employer – you know, as an employee, we need to be able as an employer, sorry, as an employer, like we need to sit back and say, Hey, how can we, how can we help this group of kids or, or, or young adults or generation to be able to still use a lot of their talents to attract more business and bring more business. And we need to be able to guide them and teach them that, Hey, you know, you're not going to you're not going to get the gratification right now but if you keep at it you know then you'll make it yeah. you know yeah. i i have i have some coaches that are fucking they're awesome you know and i think the the what separates them is just the lack of consistency mm-hmm. i mean i think that's what separates them from being a good employee to a great employee to a great business owner yeah you know what i mean like i think that's what separates them is the lack of they make the effort for a month two months and then you know just like at any job right you work hard for three months four months and then all of a sudden you're you become complacent mm-hmm. right you're like well i'm here you know you know how was work today you know work is work and you're like okay yeah you know it's like that's the fucking problem you know that's the problem and what's going to happen is that because you're complacent, your employee, your employer sees that and goes, fuck it. Well, I remember something you told me because I was just complaining one day or we we're just talking, not complaining, but we we're just talking. And I was just like, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm just wasting my time working with my uncle just to make a couple bucks. And you, and then you told me, you're like, well, you decided to work there. Mm-hmm. You know, you decided to show up to get paid to just work you know you knew nothing was going to come out of it you know you just did it for the money and in a sense like yeah like that's that's true i still wake up every day and decide like yeah i need to go to get paid Mm -hmm. but at the same time like it's the off hours of like editing this podcast editing videos Mm -hmm. you know for for youtube it's just it's those off hours of just like your time will come eventually but Mm -hmm. only if you're gonna work at it work at it yeah it's crazy man like you know, and we're getting close to this end to this podcast, though, guys. But, you know, I see if you're an employee, you know, um, and I see this a lot because I hear it all the time. You know, I get employees that come up to me and they'll say, hey, man, um, you know, what do you you know, I'm not comfortable with my pay grade. Can I get it? Can I get, change my pay grade? And I'm like, you know, and I'm, I'm just going to use this as an example. Like they're a coach, you know, they coach X amount of hours, this and that. And. They tell me they're not happy with what they make. I'm like, okay. The first thing that pops in my head is, so I'm going to pay you more money to pay you to do the same thing. 
you know? Yeah. And, and that's the first thing that pops in my head. So it's like, for me to pay you more, what's the difference, right? Like what, what's going to make it better, right? Because, you know, and I've, I've had employees tell me, well, it's because it motivates me, you know, it becomes motivational. I was like, well, motivation can be lost any day. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? So it's like, so it can't be motivation because. Well, it's like the same thing we talked about in the last podcast. You know, when I started getting more money, I thought everything was going to just be fucking all <laughs> all dandy but it yeah. wasn't you yeah. know i just had more problems and i just spent more yeah exactly so so that's where you know as an as an employer i'm just like well i'm gonna pay you more and in six months from now you're gonna come back to me and ask me for the same thing and my second response especially if they're a coach my second response is like how are you working to get better at your skill mm-hmm that's normally my second response. Like, have you taken any classes? Have you passed, you know, your level one or have you done, you know, are you working on your level two? Are you trying to get a gymnastics? Are you trying to do any of this stuff? You know, well, 90% of the time it's no, I'm not, I'm not doing it now. Okay. Are you personal training anybody? Like, no, I'm not doing that either. And I'm like, so why the fuck would I pay you more? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're not bringing any value at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm just like, I think as an employer, I mean, they, everybody wants to be successful. Yeah. So I think if you hire a team that's going to build you, but then you can also build them. Yes. That's what's going to make your, that's when you know you're at a good location. Yeah. If you're at a job, restaurant, whatever, like my, my partner at the restaurant, dude, man, like, He's promoted so many like sh- uh, like cooks to um, like cooks to uh, sous chefs, and it's awesome. It's fucking awesome, man. Like that promotional just changed that opportunity. Like, hey, I'm gonna he's gonna show you his skill and show them how to do stuff so they can move on, and and it's that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Get the right people to go in the right place. So that they can, you give them the opportunity and, and eventually the door of opportunity is going to start closing and closing and closing because, you know, that's when you start deciding, like, do I really want to own a restaurant or do I really want to do this? You know what I mean? Um, I've even brought up the, the comments to the coaches like, hey, man, maybe you can run this by yourself, like just you. Yeah. You know, but the want has to be there, you know, and the willing to give it up on my end has to be there too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, but you know, um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, uh, this information gets out. I hope it's like one of those things that people can see and understand from just a different perspective. You know, I'm not trying to down talk any, any society generation or whatever. I just want people to just realize from an employment employer's point of view, you know, what we see and what we think and, maybe listening to this will kind of give you uh, open your eyes a little bit and say, okay, what am I doing wrong? That will help, you know, I can help my employer get better. And if I can help him get better, that's when I'm going to go, Hey man, I I helped you do this, 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 and this, I didn't get compensated for it. Is it possible I can get 
a pay raise, an upgrade, or a, a title change, or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever makes you happy at that point. You know, that's when that happens. You know what I mean? But as an employee, you see the flaws within your company, in your organization. If you want to take on the responsibility, take it, be consistent, help them improve. If you can help them improve, everybody wins. Yeah. Easy. You know? Everybody wins, you know, but you know, it's up to you what you do with your time. Again, there's like Richie just said a few minutes ago, there's 24 hours in a day, what you do with it. That, I mean, that's on you, you know, and everyone, and don't say you're busy because everybody's busy. Everybody's busy. Everybody's busy. Everybody has stuff to do. Oh, I'm busy. I'm busy too, man. Like I have a wife and I have a wife, two kids, you know, and four, maybe five businesses. You yeah. know what I mean? Like everybody's busy. You know what I mean? You just make time for things that are important. Yeah. That's it. That's it, man. So. Well, hopefully you guys like this podcast. This is a really good one. Yeah. I've really vibed with this one. So, um, but make sure to to follow us. Like you said, at the at the end of every podcast, you know, we're not professionals. We're just giving opinions. Yeah. You know, we're just having a conversation, giving each other ideas. But uh, make sure to share this podcast with a friend, um, especially if, if uh, you know someone that's struggling or uh, needs that extra push to like say, hey, you know, people go through the same stuff. You know, don't give up. I'm not trying to be a motivational speaker here, but uh just uh, share this podcast. Make sure to watch us on YouTube also. I mean, we're just here conversating. Um, subscribe, like, comment, share. Make sure to rate us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this right now. And, uh, you know, hopefully you guys enjoy this one and can't wait to see you on the next one. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man.